With the playing of our national anthem, the game is all set to get underway. Mets will move on to Chicago and play three games Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, all day games, and game time will be at 2.25 New York time. Those games will be brought to you on both radio and TV, and that will be the end of the season. So the Mets, after this game, with only three more, can complete their first year in operation. Right now, it's Denver LeMaster warming up on the mound and coming in here now to bring you the details of the play-by-play. Fresh from his latest sojourn, here is Bob Murphy. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ralph. I don't know what a sojourn is, but uh, I hope it was enjoyable. <laughs> well, we've got one of these fall nights out in Wisconsin, and on the mound for the Braves, as Ralph was telling you, Denny LeMaster, a very hard-throwing young left-hander, a strikeout artist, a man that Bertie Tevis is relying quite heavily on to help form the nucleus of a real strong mound core for next year. He is going with the three youngsters, Bob Henley, Denny LeMaster, and Tony Cloninger, to go along with veterans Bob Shaw and Warren Spahn. And the youngsters have pitched very well. The Braves are finishing real strong. They have been a tough team to beat since the 1st of June. The game time temperature, 56 degrees. Now, Ilyosha Cohn stepping in to lead off in the ball game. Here's the windup and the first pitch. Inside, it's ball one. Elio will be followed by Rod Keneal and then by Joe Christopher. Tomorrow will be an off day for the New York Mets when they start their final series of the season. Three day games at Wrigley Field against the Chicago Cubs. Fastball in there for a call strike. One ball, one strike on Elio Chicago. Elio hitting a 236 on the year. Sally Hemus coaching at first and Cookie Lamagetto at third. Braves have the outfield to stride toward left. Too high, he lays off in the count, two balls and a strike. Setting up the Braves defensively, Joe Adcock at first, Frank Bowling playing second, Dennis Menke is at short, and Eddie Matthews at third. Now the windup and the pitch on the way, a swing and a miss, and he really had something on that fastball, two and two. In the outfield for the Milwaukee Braves, Tommy Aaron in left field, Lee May in center, and around and right, Henry Aaron. Bob Euchre working behind the plate, catching Denny LeMaster. Denny won 10 and lost four at Louisville this year and was leading the league in strikeouts. Curve just misses. Full count, three and two. Game starting just a few minutes late due to a light drizzle that is falling at the moment and increasing just to the extent that many of the fans are starting to seek shelter. Swung on, foul tipped in hell by Bob Euchre, strike three. One away and nobody on is Denny LeMaster, fans Elio Chacon, that brings up Rod Keneal. Rod hitting a 251 on the year. I imagine Rod has played far more ball games than anybody thought he would. The New York Mets first assembled in spring training last March down in St. Petersburg, Florida. Right-hand batter stands well back from the plate and pops the ball up down the right field line. Joe Adcock and Frank Bowling both after it, and Bowling makes the catch a stride in fair territory. Two up and two set aside. Now that'll bring on Joe Christopher. 
Joe playing right field, batting a 248 on the year. Up until about six weeks ago, Joe simply could not get on track at the plate. But over the last six weeks, he has hit well over 300. Now Joe plants that back foot right on the restraining line. That's out of an overly closed stand. And they play him to pull as the outfield fans around toward left. Inside, above the knees, one ball and no strikes. Weatherman says just intermittent light showers, so perhaps everything will be all right for tonight's ball game. Now the pitch on the way. Inside and low, it's ball two, two and nothing on Joe Christopher. Frank Thomas waiting in the on-deck circle to bat against his teammates of last year. Now the 2-0 delivery, a foul ball, a whack back upstairs and out of play. Now Denny LaMaster looking in to get his sign from Bob Euchre. The 2-1 pitch on Joe Christopher and it's high, ball three. Three and one. Well, we have a world of excitement now once again in that National League pennant race where the Giants have fought right back into it. They're now just a game and a half out. Giants with four games to play, the Dodgers with five, counting their West Coast encounter tonight. The 3-1 pitch, swing and a miss on a high hard one, three and two. When the two teams change opponents, the Dodgers over the last series this weekend will be against the Cardinals, a team that has always been tough for them. And the Giants will be tackling Houston. Now the 3-2 pitch. Foul ball back into the screen. Well, the Giants playing in the afternoon and the Dodgers playing at night when the Giants can win that afternoon game. It really puts the old pressure on the Los Angeles Dodgers. Dodgers obviously though have the comfort, at least for the moment, of their game and a half lead. Now the 3-2 pitch. Outside and high, it's ball four, and Christopher takes first on the walk. That brings up Frank Thomas. Frank with 33 home runs and 92 runs batted in. He needs only two more to tie his career high in home runs. He had 35 one year at Pittsburgh. Now the pitch on the way, and it's in there for a call strike. Felix Mantilla waiting in the on-deck circle. Breaking ball in the dirt, blocked by Bob Euchre. The count even, one ball, one strike. Torrey, member of the backstopping corps for the Milwaukee Braves, will be reporting to the armed forces soon to begin the six-month stretch in the services. Here's the 1-1 delivery, hammered foul, breaking ball in on him that Thomas went after in the count, one ball and two strikes.
Braves with the infield and the outfield. Swung around to left, playing Thomas to pull. Frank standing right on top of the plate and upright. Lashes the bat around now, waiting on LeMaster. The pitch, outside and behind. Euchre had to straighten up to reach out for that one. Down is even now, two ball balls and two strikes. And now Bob Euchre is making a trip to the mound. And the rain is getting fairly heavy right now. here in Milwaukee has been reasonably comfortable the temperature around 60 even higher Alamaster with a two and two count on Frank Thomas here's his pitch swing and a miss he struck him out with a curveball so Denny Lamaster strikes out two in the opening inning no runs no hits no errors one left on the score in the middle of the first the Mets nothing and the Braves coming to bat Right now, the ground crew has completed the job of covering the infield. And we're going to be held up because... Intermittent light showers, and so we have every hope in the world that we will be continuing our ball game before too very long. Now the New York Mets move out to the playing field, and we're all set to get going. Andy Pafko moving out to the coaching lines at first. And Bill Adair will be on the lines at third. Dennis Menke, who was with the Braves in spring training and through the first half of the year, and then sent out to uh, Toronto for further seasoning, where he played for Charlie Dressen. He got going there, seemed to get untracked, and played well. And the Braves are hoping that he has had enough seasoning now and is about ready to move in and become a real good big league ball player. So Dennis Menke, very fast, coming out to lead off against Roger Craig. Just a few last-moment repairs to be made by the ground crew. They do a little work on some of the lines that were erased as the tarp was placed. The delay was 42 minutes, 42. The rain delay, 42 minutes, as we get set to resume the game. Now here's Dennis Menke batting against Roger Craig. Two of the fastest men in spring training down at Bradenton, Florida for the Braves last spring were Howie Vidal, an outfielder, and Dennis Menke. Both eventually were returned to Triple A ball. Now Roger looking in to pick up his sign from Chris Canizero. Here's the windup and the pitch thrown. It's inside the high. It's ball one. Action underway again now after a delay of 42 minutes because of rain. Now the pitch thrown by Craig. It's outside and low, backhanded by Chris Canizero. And the count, two balls and no strikes. Menke, right-hand hitter, takes the breaking ball over on the outside corner for a call strike, two and one. Now Craig cranking up. Down comes his pitch. Outside and low, it's ball three, three and one. Roger makes his home in Long Beach, California. He'll be moving on to the West Coast following the final game of the year Sunday in Chicago. He's an avid off-season golfer. Three-one pitch. Outside and low, it's ball four, and Menke walks. 
Razor already looking forward to the baseball players golf tournament that is held in Palm Springs in the latter part of October. Course there, Indian Wells Country Club. I know uh, they had some real good matches. I was talking to Roger about it today. He said he never enjoyed anything as much in his life as he did that tournament last year. Well, they had Roger out there, Mickey Mantle, Whitey Ford, Gene Freeze. They really had some celebrities playing there, and they had a good turnout. Now the pitch to Eddie Matthews, a line drive caught by Camille. He throws to Hersher, double play. Eddie Matthews really zeroed in on that pitch, a hard liner. Rod Keneal went over his head to grab it, and he throws to first for the double play. Eddie Matthews is in his best hitting groove of the entire season right now. He was eight for nine as he came up against Roger Craig, and he hit a hard line drive that Rod Keneal picked off. Last night he had two doubles, a triple. So of the eight for nine, he's had two singles, three doubles, two triples, and a home run. He has really been hitting. One ball and no strikes. Last night, Eddie Matthews had two doubles and a triple. He also drew a walk. Henry Aaron takes inside the high. It's ball two, two and oh. This has been another great year for Henry Aaron. Aaron now has 44 home runs. He's two behind the Major League co-leaders, Willie Mays and Harmon Killebrew. A high pop fly on the left side of the diamond. Calling for it is Felix Mantilla in back at third, and he has it for the out. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. At the end of one inning, the score, the New York Mets nothing and the Milwaukee Braves nothing. Now in the second inning, Felix Mantilla will be the leadoff hitter against southpaw Denny LeMaster. LeMaster, a real strikeout artist, was 10-4 and four at Louisville this season when the Milwaukee Braves brought him up. And uh, as you so often hear in sports, and when you do, it's usually true. He has pitched better than his 2-4 and four record this year would indicate. Braves, after a slow first half, have played real well the second half of the year. Fastball over a call strike to Felix Mantilla. One strike count now on Mantilla. The pitch by Denny LeMaster. Ground ball hit hard, and it's a base hit going through the hole in the left field. Well, Felix Mantilla has the first hit of the game for the New York Mets, a ground single to left. Felix hitting at 276 on the year. That brings up Jim Hickman playing in center field. Jim hitting at 246 on the year with 13 home runs and 46 runs batted in. And Jim has hit especially well against the Braves. Bends from the waist, in comes the pitch up. Smash it hard, caught by Matthews. Go to first, out, double play. Mantilla doubled up on a hard low liner down to Eddie Matthews. Oh, 
Well, that drive was really ripped by Jim Hickman. He pulled it and hit a low-line drive that Matthews managed to catch by getting that glove over there just in time. Eddie has a real good arm, and then he whipped a strong throw across to Joe Adcock and doubled up Mantilla. Two outs, nobody on. Top half of the second, Rick Herscher batting. Outside in the highest, ball one. Herscher hitting at 191 on the year. Rick is a product of the Milwaukee farm system. He was signed out of SMU by the Braves. Outside in the high. Actually, during his high school and collegiate days, he was more known for his basketball prowess than his baseball prowess. Last winter, when the new American Basketball League opened its season, Rick was in the starting lineup for the Hawaii team. Now the 2-0 delivery. Round ball hammered toward the hole. It goes through. A base hit the left field. So Hersher around first, slams on the brakes and holds up with a ground single hit through the hole. Denny LeMaster has real good stuff. He throws hard. All three of the hitters, though, that have come up against him here in the second have gotten around on him, and they pull the ball and hit it hard through the left side of the infield. Now here's Chris Canizero. Chris, right-hand batter, standing well back from the plate. Back foot right on the restraining line. Pitched by Denny LeMaster. Inside and low, it's ball one. Roger Craig will be batting next. Alamaster throws to first, not in time. Hersher scampering back. Shag Crawford umpiring behind the plate with Al Barlick, Doug Harvey, and Ed Vargo working on the bases. Foul ball on a half swing back into the crowd. One ball, one strike. the pitch by Denny LeMaster. Call strike on the outside corner. One ball and two strikes to Canizero. Chris lives in the San Francisco Bay Area and he'll be going from Chicago out toward home following the final game on Sunday. He lives not too far from Coach Cookie Lavagetto. Now Hersher leading off first with a one and two count on Canizero. And a smash hit on the ground, hit hard, a base hit going to right field. Hersher around second will hold there. Henry Aaron up with the ball, fires it back in to Dennis Benke near second. Third hit off Denny LeMaster here in the top of the second. And it brings up the pitcher for the New York Mets, Roger Craig. Roger has four hits on the year. Two down as Craig steps in against Denny LeMaster. Runners on first and second. Every man to come up for New York here in the second has hit the ball hard. 
Curve inside and low. One ball and no strikes. Elio Chacon has come out on the on-deck circle. Now Roger waiting on Denny LeMaster. And the fastball is over across the letters. One ball, one strike. Roger batting as he throws, right-handed. Here's the pitch to him. He goes to a slow curve, and it's in and over for a call strike. One ball and two strikes. Denny LeMaster, a young southpaw from Corona, California. Now makes his home in Camarillo, California. A one-two pitch. Curve that breaks inside and low in the count two and two. Almost every place he has been, he has either led the league in strikeouts or certainly been right up among the leaders. Lamaster and 6'1 and weighs 185. It's thrown to Craig, a ground ball hit toward the middle to his left. Menke knocks it down, picks it up, squeaking for the plate now. is first for the play, and he then to score. The ball goes all the way to the backstop. Craig is going to second, and Canizaro to third. There will be two errors charged on the play. Rick Hersher caught the Milwaukee Braves by surprise when he didn't break stride and kept coming. Dennis Menke, the shortstop, going off to his left, got his glove on it but failed to come up with it. He more or less took it for granted that everybody was just going to hold and that the bases would be loaded, but Herscher just kept streaking toward home. Then the hurried throw home was high and wide, went all the way to the backstop, enabling Canizaro to go to third and Roger Craig to go to second. So two errors on the play, both charged to Dennis Menke. Mets lead one to nothing now. Rick Hersher coming in to score. Elio Chacon is up. And the pitch is off the outside corner. Ball one. The ball was hit pretty well by Roger Craig. It wasn't the easiest play in the world for Dennis Benji. Runners on second and third now with two men down. Denny LeMaster into his windup. The pitch to Elio. He lets it go, and it's inside and low. Ball two, two and nothing. Elio was struck out his first time up. Two and oh, Elio hoping he can pick the two men up in scoring position. Canisero on third and Craig on second. Now Elio waiting. Here's the pitch. He takes all away, and it's right in there for a call strike. Two and one. 
For those of you who joined us late, the game was delayed 42 minutes because of rain after the top of the first inning had been played. Here's the wind-up pitch to Elio, and he pops it up in foul ground. Calling for it is the catcher, Bob Euchre, back near the on-deck. Certainly misjudges the ball, and it lands behind his reach. No error on the play. Simply called no play by the official scorer. Euchre had the ball misjudged. And at the last moment, realized it made a lunge for it, but couldn't touch it, and the ball landed near the on-deck circle. So Elio gets a laugh in the count two and two. One run in, New York in front, one to nothing. We're in the top half of the second. Mets trying to cool off a hot ball club in the Milwaukee Braves. Ground ball slammed down toward third. Eddie Matthews up with it. Here's the peg to Adcock. It's inside time and the side is out. One run, three hits. Two errors and two left on. The run will be an unearned run. At the end of an inning and a half, the score, New York 1, Milwaukee nothing. Now Craig into his windup, the pitch to Adcock. Outside and low, it's ball one. Adcock batting out of a crouch. Lashes a fly ball to short center field. Coming on hard is Hickman. He slides for it, can't reach it. Ball goes in behind him. Thomas backing up on the play, and Adcock goes into second with a double. Ball hit off the end of the bat by Adcock, a fly ball into shallow left center. And Hickman tried to slide in order to get his glove in under it. But the ball struck before the glove got there, and Thomas had to back up on the play. So Adcock is on with the double, and the hitter is Tommy Aaron. Tommy Aaron, Henry's younger brother, has been in the process of trying to get his feet on the ground in the major leagues, and Braves have high hopes for him. He's shown a lot of improvement over the latter part of the year. Tommy Aaron, right-hand hitter. Fly ball hit right down the left field line. Thomas running toward the line, slows up, he's under it, and makes the catch for the out. Adcock playing in halfway, goes back to second. One away and one on. The hitter now will be Lee May. Lee hitting 241 on the year with 10 home runs and 39 runs batted in. He was out the first half of the year. Braves had more than their share of problems in the early part of this year. Once they all got healthy, they really started to play well. One ball and no strikes. Lee May missed the first half of the year. Joe Adcock was hurt. Henry Aaron was not only hurt, but got off to a very slow start, although you never know it now by looking at his figures. And they had a virus go through the entire ball club that at one time or another had just about everybody sideline. Swing and a miss. Eddie Matthews had a shoulder injury. And the Braves were really floundering around in the early part of the year, but since June 1st, they have won over 57% of their games. Now Craig up in pitching position, delivers, 
right in there for a call strike on the inside corner. One ball and two strikes. Mets leading one to nothing. We're in the last half of the second. Joe Adcock on second, one man down. The pitch by Craig. A line drive to right center, a base hit. Around third, heading in is Adcock. Here comes the throw from Jim Hickman, and it's cutting time. The runner's in, the game is tied. Rick Hersher, the cutoff man, lined up on the throw. Throw was a beauty by Jim Hickman. The last moment, Hersher decided it had a chance. Let it go through. The throw was a good one, but not in time, and Adcock scored on a single to right center by Lee May. Up one to one. The batter now is Bob Euchre. Euchre has been used only sparingly. He's been in 29 ball games this year. Has real good size going for him. Right hand batter. Joe Torrey, due to check into the Army, the Braves want to see as much of Bob Euchre as they can. Here's the pitch. Inside is ball one. Torrey will only be gone for six months, but so many times when players go into the six-month program and come out just about in time for spring training or maybe a month after spring training has started, they find it difficult to catch up. Outside and low, Canizero digs it out. And the count two balls and no strikes on Bob Euchre. Rick Hersher holding against the runner, Lee May. A throw to first, not in time. Roger really goes to work on those base runners. He has 13 pickoffs this year. Another throw to first, not in time. Second game is all over. In Baltimore, the A's won it to gain a split in the Twinite doubleheader. The Orioles won the first game 3 to nothing. A's win the nightcap 6-2. to two. Throw to first, and Hersher has to dig this one out of the dirt. Orlando Pena went all the way to win the second game for the A's. The loser, Robin Roberts. Once again, Craig Finer is to first base. Remember what time they started that doubleheader in Baltimore? It's all over. And let's see, it would only be 10-20 in Baltimore. Ground ball bounced down the third baseline. They started at 6 o'clock. They really went through them in a hurry. They must have started earlier than that. Roberts always did work very quickly. Well, in the first game was a shutout, 3 to nothing. so... Maybe they were both real fast ball game. That's over for a call strike. When Roberts came up, Bob, he pitched so quickly that they actually gave him a motion to go through so he wouldn't pitch that fast and he became very famous for the habit he would get the ball back from the catcher and then he would lean over and straighten out his pants down around where they roll up under the socks and he'd move them down and that slowed him up he got into that routine and I guess afterwards that he probably never uncorked a pitch without doing it I'm sure for the first Roger Craig is really working on Lee May now trying to pick him off 
Count two and two. Outside and lowest, ball three. Three and two. Now let's keep an eye on Lee May and see if they have him running with one down. He's very fast. Three and two on Bob Euchre. There he goes. A high fly hit deep down the left field line. May go foul. And it will. A foul ball over the fence. Bob Euchre hitting the ball over the fence down the left field line, but it was foul by a fairly wide margin by the time it went out. count again on Euchre at three and two. The game is tied one to one. We're in the last half of the second. May is running and the pitch ground ball hit hard through the hole. A base hit going to left field. May around second will hold there as Frank Thomas puts the ball back in. Third hit off Craig here in the last of the second. It brings up Frank Bowling. Frank hitting 274 with nine home runs and 42 runs batted in. Slender, steady, right-hand hitter. See, Billy Bruton, who went to the Detroit Tigers in the swap for Frank Bowling, suffered a fractured jaw in action yesterday. Sidearm delivery over for a call strike. Your Bob Serve had his real big year in the major leagues. It was the year he fractured his jaw and played the first half of the year with his jaw wired up. Drive in the air toward the alley in right center field. Christopher running, dives head first, and he makes the catch. He caught the ball. Now he's got a double play in his hands. He throws into Elio Chacon. They step on second, doubling up Lee May. What a catch on the part of Joe Christopher. Running at full speed into right center. He left his feet. When hurtling through the air, somehow managed to make a backhand, one-handed stab. He held on to it as he went sliding across the wet grass in the outfield. He then got to his feet and threw it into Elio Chacon, who stepped on second. By the time Elio stepped on second, Lee May had come across home plate. Tremendous play by Joe Christopher. So the double play retires the side with one run, three hits, no errors. One left on. At the end of two innings, the score, the New York Mets won and the Milwaukee Braves won. Ralph Kainer. Okay, Bob, it's Rod Gadeel against the left-hander. And the first pitch to Rod. Hit down the right field side. Going back is Joe Adcock in foul territory. He has a play, and he makes the play for out number one. So Lee Master, who had Given up one run and three hits now. Picks up the first out here in the top of the third. Score tied at one to one. It could be more for Milwaukee except for a great play. And it was a great play by Joe Christopher. That saved at least one run. It might have scored another. Runner at first base. Might have gone on around to score if the ball had gone through. Now a fine hand for Joe as he comes to bat for the second time. He walked his first time up, batting 248. He has played tremendous ball for the Mets in the last month. Right-hand batting right fielder. Now the first pitch. He takes it outside ball one. 
Shaw with six home runs, 30 runs battled in. He's raised his average 54 points in the past five weeks. Now the left-hander into the windup and the 1-0 pitch to Joe. It's high, ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Mets one run on three hits. The Milwaukee Braves have the same. One on three. One man out. Rod Keneal to the first baseman, Joe Adcock. And now Lamaster looking for the sign from Bob Uecker. He has it. And the next pitch to Joe. A curveball, a good one for strike one. A master looks a lot like Warren Spawn on the mound. He has quite a few of his mannerisms. Also has a move to first base very similar. Here's the 2-1 pitch to Christopher. Again, the curve. This one stays high. And the count moves to three balls and one strike. On deck batter, Frank Thomas. Mets trying to win here tonight to even up the series. Braves winning last night behind Warren Spahn by a score of 7-3. to three. three balls and one spot strike, and the pitch back is a change of pace. It's popped down the first base side again. Joe Atkut going back. It is a great play by Joe as he settles the ball and then holds on to it. Atkut took the ball going away from the infield, completely with his back to the infield. It got in his glove, and then he juggled the ball around and finally kept it in for out number two. That ball looked as though it was in fair territory. But the indication by the umpire was that it was foul. So two foul outs for the Mets, and Frank Thomas comes to bat. Frank struck out swinging his first time up. 0 for 1, batting 263. Right hand batting left fielder. He stands right on top of the plate. And the first pitch is lying down the left field line. A fair ball. Coming over Tommy Aaron. He plays it off of the wall perfectly. Here comes the throw to second base. Thomas goes in, standing for a stand-up double. And while we wait for Felix Mantia to come to bat, we'll use the opportunity to pause for station identification. 810 on your radio dial. WGY Schenectady. The time is now 1030. Ralph Kiner along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from County Stadium in Milwaukee sending you the final game of the year between these two clubs. The score tied at 1-1. One one. And with two out, Frank Thomas is on at second base and Felix Mantia the batter. Felix singled to left field his first time up. And the first pitch to the right-hand batter is a curve that drops over for strike one. Mantia with 11 home runs, 58 runs batted in, batting 276. Slow track now after the 42-minute delay for rain. The master takes plenty of time between pitches, now sets on the mound, and comes back to Mantia. Curve that's inside and low. And the count now, one ball, one strike. Mets lead the Braves in hits now, four to three. Denver LeMaster recalled from Louisville in July. With a record of two wins and four losses. At Louisville this year, he was 10-4. Now the 1-1 pitch. A foul back on the screen and a fastball. One ball, two strikes. New ball put in play by Shai Crawford. That's with a tie-breaking run on at second base. Count one ball and two strikes to Felix Mantia. On deck batter is 
Jim Hickman. Now the master back to work, and the fastball is called strike three. Mantia lucky to retire the side. That is the third strikeout for the master. In the inning for the Mets, no runs on. One hit, no errors, one man left. And the score at the end of two and one-half innings of play. The Mets won, the Milwaukee Braves won. It's the bottom half of the third. The score tied up at 1-1. It'll be Denny LeMaster coming up as the leadoff man against Roger Craig. He'll be followed by Dennis Menke and then Eddie Matthews. Roger, through two innings, has given up one run. He has allowed three hits. We're saved from further damage by a sensational play by Joe Christopher. Now LeMaster batting for the first time. He bats from the right-hand side. And the first pitch is a curve that's over for strike one. The master batting 143 for the year. He has driven in one run. Now Craig back to work in the one-strike pitch. Again a curveball, this time a swing and a miss for strike two. The master fooled completely. Got now 0-2. That's one run and four hits. Milwaukee Braves, one run and three. Here's Craig back to the plate. This time the curveball is fouled down in the dirt, bouncing up and hitting the batter, the master. Count holds it 0-2. Mets have won three games of eight played here in County Stadium. Now Roger Craig, the big right-hander, into the windup and back to the master. This time a curve on for strike three call. So Roger picks up his first strikeout. Out number one here in the bottom half of the third, and the batter will be Dennis Menke. He walked his first time up, batting 197 with two home runs and 15 runs batted in. He was shipped out to Toronto where he batted 275. Toronto finishing second in the International League race. And the first pitch by Roger to the right-hand batter is fouled off of Canizero's hand. Now Canizero looking at the hand, strike one count. Roger Craig in to get the ball from the umpire, and Jack Crawford, the umpire, was going to throw it to the mound. Roger started the duck. He didn't know Roger was standing right in front of him. One strike count on Dennis Menke, the on-deck batter, Eddie Matthews. At the polo grounds, the Mets won three of the nine games played with Milwaukee there. So on the season, they stand at 6-11. and 11. Now the one-strike pitch. Slider that's outside. One ball, one strike. Mets won, Braves won, bottom half of the third. Game held up for 42 minutes because of a light shower. Roger leaning over, takes the sign now and goes into the windup. And the pitch is low. Two balls and one strike. Ball gets away from Roger Craig on the return throw. Now Elio Chacon comes in to wipe it off and hand it to him. Braves scored their one run in the second inning when Joe Adcock hit one right off the end of the bat into shallow center field. Jim Hickman trying to make a shoestringer. Couldn't get the ball, went on through for a double. Adcock then scored on the single to right center field by Lee May. Now the pitch back to Menke outside. Down now, three balls and one strike. Craig back to work to 3 1 pitch. Outside for ball four. And that is walk number two for Roger Craig. He walked Menke as the leadoff man in the first inning. 
Well, Menke now has lost twice. And the batter will be Eddie Matthews, who is red hot. Matthews has eight hits in his last ten times up. Two singles, three doubles, two triples, and one home run. Last night, a perfect night, reaching base four times, three times on extra base hits, and once in a walk. And the first pitch to Matthews outside for ball one. Eddie batting from the left-hand side is hitting 265 for the year. He lined into a double play his first time up. After Menke had walked, Matthews lined to Rod Keneal. Keneal picking up the double up at first base. Now the pitch back to Matthews, taken inside, ball two, a curveball. So it's two balls and no strikes. One man out, bottom half of the third, the score tied at 1-1. Craig reading the signs from Chris Canizero, now into the stretch position. And back to the plate, Matthews takes inside and low again, ball three. Three balls and no strikes. That time Matthews had to do a little dance to get out of the way. On deck batter is Hank Aaron. Now Casey Single putting the shift on against Matthews. The shortstop is on the second base side of second base. And the 3-0 pitch inside for ball four. Two walks in a row now, and the Braves have runners at first and second with one out. And Hank Aaron coming up. Aaron drove in three runs of the seven scored by the Braves in yesterday's game. Coming on his 44th home run of the year. In this game, Aaron popped the third in one time up. Batting 326. He has driven in 125 runs for this year. Right hand batting right fielder. Now Craig into the stretch position. Here's his first pitch. It's inside for ball one. One ball, no strike. On deck batter, Joe Adcock. Outfield shifted toward left field against the right-hand batter, and the pitch back is a sidearm curve. This one is over for strike one. So Roger evens the count out at one ball and one strike. Frank Thomas in left field, very deep, about 340 feet away. Aaron's home run last night, a line drive into the left field seat. It was well tied. Now Craig into the stretch position. A play on at first base. Hersher moves over back of Eddie Matthews, but Matthews back ahead of the throw. Hersher playing behind the runner, of course, with a runner at second base. Now the pitch back to Aaron. It's low for ball two. So Roger Craig pitching carefully to number 44 has a two-ball, one-strike count. 44 being the career high total for Hank Aaron in home runs for one season. Now Craig with a 2-1 pitch. It's low outside, ball three. Roger in the hole now, three balls and one strike. And he is one pitch away from holding him up for Joe Atkins. Nazarro sending the signs out to Roger Craig. 
And now Craig on top. And the pitch back to Aaron. It's drilled to left field. Goodbye. No doubt about it. And what a home run. just set a new career high for home runs. And believe you me, that one was about as far as you could hit a ball. The ball went over the left field fence and actually looked as though it went over the bleachers. The bleachers about 40 rows of seats and it must have hit a good 150 feet back of the 320 mark in left field. That ball an easy 470 feet to 500 feet and now the Braves have taken the lead by a score of 4 to 1. And the first pitch to Adcock, a curveball on the outside corner, strike one. 128 runs batted in for Hank Aaron now, and he has 45 home runs for the year. Craig back, a sidearm slider that's hit foul. Down now, on two to Joe Adcock, who has one hit and one time up. New ball put in play as Roger Craig didn't like the one he received from Shad Crawford. What a home run that was. Wow. Here's a pitch back to Joe. It's high for ball one. One ball and two strikes. Well, both home runs that Hank Aaron has hit against the Mets here in this series have been well drilled. That one, a real landmarker. I don't know if they got enough tape to measure that one. Here's the one-two pitch. And it's outside to Adcock. Two balls and two strikes. Roger Craig started the inning off well by striking out Lee Master, and then he walked Dennis Menke and Eddie Matthews. They, of course, scored ahead of Hank Aaron, and the Braves now lead 4-1 to one here in the bottom half of the third. Pitch back is hit to right center field. That shot goes to first base and holds there as... Jim Hickman cuts the ball off in the first half, and now Adcock is on with one out, and the batter will be Tommy Aaron, the brother of Hank Aaron. Tommy drove in three runs in yesterday's game, and this one he has flat out to left field. Hit number five off Roger Craig. And the Braves lead by a score of four to one. Aaron bats on the right-hand side. And his first pitch is low for ball one. Roger has missed with his curveball considerably here in this game. And now Casey Stengel has Craig Anderson up and throwing in the bullpen for the Mets. Bullpen located in right center field. Pitch back to Tommy Aaron, hit hard on the ground to Felix Mantier. He takes it out, goes over to second base in time. The first base in time, a double play. So the Mets with their second double play of the game. Ending the inning, but the Braves in the inning have scored three runs on exactly two hits. There were no errors and no one left on. And the score now at the end, uh, three innings of play. The Milwaukee Braves, four. The New York Mets, one. Now Jim Hickman and the first pitch to him is a bouncing curveball for ball one. Mets need three to die at the top of the fourth inning. Jim, his first time up, lined into a double play. 
real shot at third baseman Eddie Matthews. Now he swings and fouls the one pitch straight back, and the count moves to one ball and one strike. Jim Betty, 246 with 13 home runs and 46 runs batted in. Denver LeMaster, a left-hander on the mound, taking note to Bob Euchre's sign. Now he has it and goes into the windup. And the pitch to Jim is a fastball on the outside corner for strike two. LeMaster, through three innings, has given up one run, allowed four hits. He has struck out three and walked one. He has a record this year of two wins and four losses. This is his first start against the Mets. Jim Hickman waiting patiently as the master finally goes back to work. And the curveball misses inside. Count now two balls and two strikes. On deck batter, Rick Hersher. He'll be followed by Chris Canazero. The master, a very slow worker on the mound, finally gets the sign and comes back to Hickman. A changeup, a check and a swing, a foul ball straight back out of play. Jim started to go and then tried to hold off, but still got a piece of the bat in the ball. And the cat holds the two and two. No one out, top of the fourth. The score four to one in favor of the Braves. They have taken the lead here in the bottom half of the third on a three-run home run by Hank Aaron. Now the two-two pitch to Hickman. Fastball that popped up into shallow center field. Minky going back, turns, calls for the ball, and the second baseman puts it away. So with one out now, the batter will be Rick Kersher. Rick batting from the right-hand side, singled the left field his first time up, and he scored the only run of the game on a two-base error, a double error, I should say, by the shortstop. Dennis Menke. And the first pitch to Hersher, a fastball is through for strike one. Now the one strike count. And the pitch is low, curve for ball one. Menke has a real good curveball. It really rolls right off the table. One ball, one strike. The master has a real good curveball. And the left-hander now back to work. There's the curve. It breaks over for strike two. One ball, two strikes. One ball, two strikes, one out. And now the pitch. Fastball lying to left center field. Tommy Aaron will not get to it. It's going to go for extra bases. One bounce against the wall. Going to second base is Hersher. He rounds and now holds. So a second hit for Rick Hersher. And the Mets now have a runner at second base with one out, and the batter will be Chris Catazero. That ball was well drilled to left center field. Tommy Aaron, who was playing shallow, had no chance to get to it. And Chris Catazero, right-hand batting catcher, steps in the batter's box. Chris Single to right field, his first time up. He's one for one. 
It's all even at five apiece, but the Braves lead four to one. Top of the fourth inning. And the first pitch to Canizero. Bouncing ball hit the third. Off the glove of Eddie Matthews. He has no play. And Canizero is safe at first base and scored a base hit. Matthews going to his left. Got his glove on the ball. It was a tough chance. Although the shortstop, Dennis Menchie, could have come up with the ball behind him. He still would have had a long throw on his top for whether or not he could have made it in time on Canizero. So the Mets now bring the time run to the plate. It'll be Richie Ashburn batting for Roger Gray. Warming up in the bullpen for the Mets, Craig Anderson. So he'll be coming in the game. Ashburn has a pinch hit at 13 for 29. He also has six walks. So he has been on base as a pinch hitter 19 times. Incidentally, Red Shandy's this year tied the National League record for pinch hits by picking up 22 so far. Record held by Sam Leslie. There's a first pitch to Richie. It's in the dirt. He gets by the catcher, Bob Euchre. And a score to pass ball. Moving up to third base, Rick Hersher. And down the second base is Chris Canizero. game. The Mets with runners at second and third and one out now. Infield is back except at third base. Eddie Matthews even with the back. And Ashburn with a 1-0 count. Here's the windup and the 1-0 pitch to Richie. It's inside. It spins him around. Ball two. Warming up now for the Milwaukee Braves. Lou Burdett. Master looking for the sign from Bob Euchre. Now takes it. Goes into the windup and the 2-0 pitch to Ashburn. It's a fastball right through the heart of the plate for strike one. Two balls and one strike with one out. Outfield shaded toward left field against the left-hand batter. Not too pronounced, though. Not as drastic a shift as most clubs put on against Richie. Right fielder playing straight away. And now the 2-1 pitch to Richie. A foul back in the screen. So the count moves even at two balls and two strikes on the board. Richie batting 308 for the season. And he's assured practically of a 300 year. He has set a career high for home runs in one year by hitting seven this year. His previous high was four. Alamaster taking the sign. Rick Kersher at third base. Chris Canizero at second. And the windup and delivery for the 2-2 pitch. A curveball got him looking. Strike three. Good curveball in the outside corner for strikeout number four for Lamaster. And out number two. And it will bring up Elio Chacon. Elio is 0 for 2, right-hand batting shortstop. He struck out and bounced to third.
And the first pitch to the right-hand batter is a curve that breaks over. Strike one. A good curveball by LeMaster. He's got a beauty. LeMaster, 23 years of age. And now the one-strike pitch to Chicago. Curveball that's low inside. The count now, one ball, one strike. Braves with three runs in the bottom half of the third to break a 1-1 tie. Three runs coming on Hank Aaron's 45th home run of the year. He's only one behind Willie Mays now for the National League lead. Mays and Harmon Killebrew all tied up for the Major League lead at 46. A wind-up in the 1-1 pitch. Curveball on the outside corner. Strike two. She's gone lucky. Count one ball and two strikes. The master picked up Chicona on strikes in the first inning. He got him swinging. And the left-hander now back to work. And the curveball is low for ball two. The Cohen started the goal that held off. The count two and two. Two men out to score four to one in favor of Milwaukee, top of the fourth. Runners at second and third. And now the left-hander into the windup in the 2-2 pitch. A fastball is hit off the right side in foul territory. Joe Adcock goes over. But he can't go to it. The ball hits off of the railing and bounces back in the field. So the count holds at two balls and two strikes. In other games in the National League, the San Francisco Giants moved up a half a game on the Dodgers by winning 6-3 behind the pitching of Billy Pierce and Don Larson. Pierce picking up his 15th win. Here's also Payton Holler home runs in that game, and the Giants now trail the league-leading Dodgers by one and one-half games. The magic number for the Dodgers is four. They'll be playing at Los Angeles against Houston. It's Brunette against Johnny Padre. Also, Philadelphia defeated Chicago 6-5. When he pitched Jack Hamilton in relief. Here's the 2-2 pitch. A fastball line to center field. Coming on quickly, Lee May. He can't get to it. He takes it on the first bounce and drops the ball. Scoring from... Now Chacon has fallen down, but no play at first base. And scoring on the play from third base, Rick Hersher from second base, Chris Canazero. The score of the game now, 4-3. Two runs batted in for Chacon. And Lee May charged the ball quickly. Got to it on the first hop. It was right on top of him. He juggled the ball. She came around him, was halfway to second base and fell down. But no play at first base as the throw came in. No one there. Cutoff man Joe Adcock was right out by the pitcher's mound. And the score now has moved to 4-3 in favor of the Braves with Rod Canillo coming up. And the first pitch to Rod hit high in the air to center field. Lee May is there. And he makes the catch. In the inning for the Mets, they scored two runs on three hits. There were no errors. One man was left on, and the score 
The Milwaukee Braves, four. The New York Mets, three. Well, a new pitcher coming in the ball game for the Mets as Roger Craig was taken out for a pinch hitter. It'll be Craig Anderson, right hand throwing pitcher for the New York Mets. Craig with a record of three wins and 17 losses. And his last two victories, victories coming against the Milwaukee Braves. He picked them up in relief all the same day. Craig's three wins have come all in relief. And this will be his 49th game. He has started 14, and he has pitched 123 and one-third innings, giving up 144 hits, 77 earned runs, and he has an earned run average of 5.63. Here's a very interesting fact in Craig Anderson's record. He has allowed a total of 103 runs, but only 77 have been earned. He's really been the victim of some bad play. Craig will work first to Lee May, then Bob Euchre and Frank Bowling. The score four to three in favor of the Milwaukee Braves. And now the first pitch to Lee May, pulled foul down the first baseline, a slowly advancing ball for strike one. May drove in the first run of the game for the Milwaukee Braves when he singled to center field to score Joe Adcock from second base. He is one for one, batting 241. Roger Craig officially worked three innings. He was charged with all four runs. He gave up five hits while striking out one and walking three. And the one strike pitch is hit to left center field. Going over Thomas, he has a chance for it and he makes the catch. Frank Thomas, a good running play in left center field for out number one. That ball was slicing toward Thomas as he moved in the left center and it held up high enough in the air to allow Frank to get there. One out in the batter will be Bob Euchre, right-hand batting catcher. Number eight, Bob Euchre. Euchre has one hit and one time up. He's a local boy right from Milwaukee. And his first pitch by the sidearm right-hander. It's a strike call for strike one. Anderson back. Ball one. One ball, one strike. And the next pitch is hit down to short. Elia Chacon digs it out, throws low to first base, but Hersher digs it out for out number two. Ball in the dirt, Hersher making a good play to complete the out. And now Roger Craig's relief man, Craig Anderson, has picked up two outs in a row. And the batter will be Frank Bowling, right-hand batting second baseman. Frank was robbed of at least a base hit, if not an extra base hit when Joe Christopher made a diving catch in right center field of a line drive. It was one of the best plays of the year. And the first pitch to Bowling, the sidearm fastball, fouled off the end of the bat for strike one. And while we have time, we'll pause for station identification. This is WGY Schenectady, where you can hear all the games of the New York Mets for baseball for the best of music for comprehensive, reliable news reporting. Stay tuned to WGY. 
The pitch back to Bowling is hit high in the air to shadow left field. Coming in is the left fielder Thomas, but going back to Cone, and he makes a catch to retire the side. So, Craig Anderson in relief for Roger Craig has worked his perfect first inning perfectly, and the score at the end of four innings of play. The Milwaukee Braves four, the New York Mets three. And now here's... Now Joe Christopher will be the leadoff hitter as we go along to the fifth inning. Joe has the fielding play of the game by a wide margin on a stunning catch in right center field to rob Frank Bowling of an extra base hit. Denny LeMaster into his windup. Here's the pitch. He runs up as if to bump and lays off the curve, and it's inside and low, ball one. Now LeMaster swings out of his windup. Down comes the pitch. And the curve is over at the knees for a call strike. One ball, one strike. Braves lead 4-3. to three. We're in the top half of the fifth inning. Braves had a 4-1 to one lead on Henry Aaron's tremendous three-run homer. But New York came back to get two runs in their half of the fourth inning. Down comes the pitch from LeMaster. He goes to that fastball. It's over a call strike. One ball and two strikes. Frank Thomas waiting on deck, and then Felix Mantilla. A one-two delivery. Hit hard through the hole. A base hit for Joe Christopher. Joe streaking down the line, makes the turn, and holds up there as Tommy Aaron plays the ball back to the infield. That is the eighth hit in the game off Denny LeMaster. The New York Mets have hit the young southpaw hard. And Bertie Tevis is giving the bullpen a call, and we'll have some warm-up action out there once again. Once again, fidgety Lou Burdett gets the call from Bertie, and he'll start getting ready. Frank had a double his last time up, one for two. Pitch by LeMaster, a fastball inside and low. One ball, no strikes. New York now with a tying run. Joe Christopher on first. Nobody out, top of the fifth inning. If you're wondering about the lateness of the evening, the game was held up 42 minutes because of rain after the top of the first inning had been played. Now the pitch by the master, a curve, swung and missed. One ball, one strike on Frank Thomas. Felix Mantilla will be hitting next, and then Jim Hickman. Now Denny LeMaster looking into his catcher, Bob Euchre, for his sign. Here's the stretch. Now the pitch on the way. Swing and a miss on a curve in the count one and two. LeMaster has had a real good curveball. They're just getting underway with their game on the West Coast. George Brunette pitching for the Houston Cole 45s and Johnny Padres in a pressure-packed ball game for the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Giants won their afternoon game 6-3 over St. Louis. Opponents will change over the weekend for the final series. The Giants playing Houston, the Dodgers playing the Cardinals. Pitching 1-2. and two. In the dirt, blocked. 
by Bob Euchre. No chance for Joe Christopher to move on a base. Rain started tonight just prior to the scheduled starting time for the game. Just a very light rain in the first few minutes of the game, and then it started to rain heavily, and by the time the top of the first had been completed, they had to hold up. Now the 2-2 pitch. Ground ball hit hard down to third. Matthews to bowling for one. On to Adcock, double play. That ground ball was really hit hard right at Eddie Matthews. Eddie made a good play to come up with that one. Each team now has turned two double plays in the game, and here's Felix Banvilla. Felix had a single his first time up and took a call third strike in the third inning. Felix batting right-handed, hitting at 276. He starts him off with a curve, and it's outside and high. One ball and no strikes. Braves with their three young pitchers, Denny LeMaster and Bob Henley, both left-handers. Tony Kleininger, a right-hander, plus the veterans, Bob Shaw and Warren Spahn, feel like next year they'll have five real good starters to go with, plus veteran Lou Burdett and Claude Raymond, a youngster who has pitched extremely well in relief to handle a bullpen. In the dirt, low inside, it bounds away. No damage done with nobody on. Mets have out-hit the Braves in this one, 8-5. to five. Braves leading 4-3. to three. They got three of the four on one swing in the bat by Henry Aaron as Aaron nailed down his 45th home run of the year. Next pitch. Swing and a miss on a slider. One ball, one strike. Aaron now is only one home run behind the Major League leaders. Willie Mays and Harmon Killebrew. One and one the count now on Mantilla. Two outs, nobody on. Braves with the outfield swung around toward left, figuring on Felix to pull. And he does. A fly ball hit right down the left field line. Tommy Aaron is right on the line, goes over the line in the foul ground and makes the catch for the out. No runs, one hit, no errors, none left on. So we've come halfway at the end of four and a half innings. The score, the Milwaukee Braves four and the New York Mets Three. Now here's Denny LeMaster coming out, and he'll be leading off against Craig Anderson in the last half of the fifth inning. This is now an official ball game. Braves leading 4-3 at the end of four and a half. Sidearm delivery gets the outside edge of the plate. Strike one call. Craig Anderson came on to mow down the Braves 1-2-3 in the fourth inning. Ground ball right back to the mound. Anderson has it easily. Throws on to Rick Hersher, one away. One away and nobody on. Now the top of the order for the shortstop, Dennis Menke. Dennis, a right-hand hitter. Batted 275 while playing for Charlie Dressen in Toronto in the International League. He was in Toronto less than half a year. He spent a half a year right here. Foul ball hit off the fist 
And it'll be out of play. Crowd of a little over 3,000 for tonight's ball game, which is not too bad when you consider the elements. And the elements are fine for duck hunting. Next pitch on the way by Craig, inside and low. One ball, one strike. Eddie Matthews waiting on deck. Now the 1-1 delivery. He comes over the top on this pitch, but it misses low and outside. Two balls and one strike. Craig Anderson trying to vary his motion. Working side arms at time and then coming up three-quarter arms. 2-1 pitch. Inside and a high, ball three. And we have a three-and-one count on Dennis Menke. They have a good pitching duel going tonight in Cincinnati between Earl Francis of the Pirates and Jim Maloney of the Reds. Call strike on the outside corner, three and two. Seven innings complete, Pittsburgh nothing, Cincinnati nothing. Ball four, and he walks on three and two. First walk given up by Craig Anderson. Last year in winning the pennant, the Reds won 93 games and lost 61. This year they have won 96, but they are in third place five games out. Now the hitter is Eddie Matthews. He lined out to Rod Keneal his first time up and drew a walk in the third inning. Eddie is fizzling hot right now. He has eight hits in his last ten times at bat. A high fly ball not too deep to right field. Ambling in is Joe Christopher. He draws a beat on it. Makes the catch two men down. Henry Aaron coming on. He hit a tape measure home run his last time up with two men on. His 40th home run of the year and undoubtedly one of the longest that he has hit throughout the season. Drive the carry probably between 475 and 500 feet. Dennis Menke on first. There are two men away. Now Anderson steps off as Hersher darts in for a pickoff play at first base. Mets with the infield around toward left against Henry Aaron and the outfield deep into left. Now a throw to first by Craig Anderson. Not in time. Braves four. Mets three. We're in the last of the fifth inning. Outside and low. One ball, no strikes. Now throw to first, and he has to hurry to get back, but he's back in time. Now Anderson in the set position, delivers. Ground ball, whacked hard to short. Fielded by Elio, he pegs to Rod Keneal, and they have the force play on Dennis Menke that retires the side. In the fifth inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, one left on. Two real good innings of relief work by young Craig Anderson. And now at the end of five innings, the score... Milwaukee Braves four and the New York Mets three.
In the only other major league games going right now, they're in the eighth inning in Cincinnati. Paris, nothing in Cincinnati, nothing. Nothing yet on the Houston-Los Angeles game. George Brunette against Johnny Padre. For those of you tuning in late, the Giants beat the Cardinals 6-3 to three this afternoon. Phillies beat the Cubs 6-5. to five. Now Jim Hickman will lead off against Denny LeMaster. Denny, the young left-hander from Camarillo, California, winds and pitches, and he takes something off on the first one and is right in there for a call strike. Jim O for two is lined to third and popped to second. He ignores the curve that breaks down around the ankles. One ball, one strike. Rick Hersher standing in the on-deck circle, swinging a couple of bats. As LeMaster winds, pitches. Call strike on the inside corner at the knees, one and two. Once again, he slowed up on Jim Hickman. Outfield swung around toward left. Now the one-two delivery. Strike, three called. A slow curve that was a beauty. That's five strikeouts now for Denny LeMaster. And it brings up Rick Hersher. Rick has two for two. He singled to left and later scored in the second. And he doubled to left center field in the fourth inning. Rick, a product of the Milwaukee Farm Organization. Right-hand batter bends from the waist. Bluffs at the running bunt, and the pitch is over, strike one call. Rick started the year with Louisville and hit over 300 for them. Pitch is over for a call strike. Louisville club representing the American Association against Atlanta in the International League Little World Series. That started tonight with Atlanta winning the first game 5-1. to one. Atlanta, a Cardinal Farm Club, and Louisville, a Brave Farm Club. Swing and a miss. Strike three. So on the Little World Series, Atlanta goes one game up in the best four out of seven as they win tonight 5-1. to one. Right here, two outs and nobody on. We're in the top of the sixth inning. Banner is Chris Canizero. Braves used to work with Atlanta. Now warm-up action in the bullpen for the Mets as they get down toward the tail end of their batting order. Canizero pops the ball high in the air to short center. Running out is Frank Bowling. He's waved off, and the ball breaks off the glove of the center fielder, Lee May, and Canizero is on. It'll be an error charged on the center fielder, Lee May. Coming in at full speed and very shallow center. He got his glove on it, but failed to hold it. Now Craig Anderson is coming out of the dugout, and Craig will hit. Casey and Larry Foss warming up in the bullpen, and we have any wanted to go to a hitter. That was a tough play. Bowling had gone into the outfield, and May was coming in. 
Both had to be aware of a possible collision and at the same time be trying to make a play on that ball. Greg Anderson hitting for the first time in the game. Strike one. Well, Craig's alma mater, Lehigh University, lost their first college football game of the year to Delaware. That's trailing by one run. We're in the top of the sixth inning. Here's the pitch. He holds up and breaks inside and low. There goes Canizero. There's the peg, and he's out. Canizero is out in second on a close play. Tagged out by Dennis Benji. Well, there was quite a throw by Bob Euchre. The pitch was a breaking ball in the dirt. Euchre had to pass on it after traveling three or four strikes. Then make his throw, which he did in time to get Canizero. Side retired in the sixth inning with no runs, no hits. One error and none left on. And now at the end of five and a half innings, the score remains. Milwaukee Braves four and the New York Mets three. You know, there are many things we call perennials. Some flowers, books or songs that are old favorites. In fact, anything we enjoy year after year. At the end of one inning on the West Coast, Houston won Los Angeles nothing. George Brunette, a left-hander pitching for Houston, and Johnny Padres on the mound for the Dodgers. If Houston wins that game, the Giants will be only one game out. Big Joe Adcock up, a drive hit deep to left center field, running hard as Jim Hickman. He reaches, and he makes the catch on the run. What a play. Beautiful play in the outfield by Jim Hickman. He finally caught up with that one, running at full speed toward the alley and back toward the warning path in left center field. The last moment, he just lunged forward and made a glove-handed grab. Mets have had a couple of sparklers in the outfield in this game, including one of the great plays of the year, turned in by Joe Christopher. Now Tommy Aaron up. He tries to bunt, and the pitch is over a call strike. Tommy Aaron has flied to left and grounded into a double play started by Felix Mantilla. One away, nobody on, last half of the sixth inning. Call strike on the outside corner and a two-strike count now on Tommy Aaron. Craig Anderson looking in to get his sign from Canizero. The two-strike pitch. In the dirt, it goes to the backstop. Nobody on, however. No damage done on the count. One ball and two strikes. Pitching one and two. A ground ball back to the mound. Anderson reaches over his head, grabs it. Now Craig throws to Hersher, retiring Tommy Aaron. So it's two up and two set aside, and it brings on now the center fielder, Lee May. May singled to right center, driving a run home in the second inning, and he flied to 
Frank Thomas, who caught the ball in left center his last time up. Swing and a miss, Frank one. Well, they go to the ninth inning in Cincinnati now with Earl Francis and Jim Maloney locked up in a scoreless pitching duel. Fly ball hit high in the air to center. Here comes Jim Hickman. He's got to hurry. He's running in and makes the catch at the last moment to retire the side. So the side goes down. One, two, three in the bottom half of the sixth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. Now in just a moment, we'll get together with Lindsey Nelson. But before we do, let's pause for station identification. You are tuned to WGY Schenectady, your New York Mets station, 810 on your radio dial. This is Lindsey Nelson with Bob Murphy and Ralph Kinder here at County Stadium in Milwaukee as we go to the top half of the seventh inning. Denver LeMaster, who started the ball game, is still in there for the Milwaukee Braves. Greg Anderson, the Mets pitcher, was at the plate when Chris Canizero was thrown out at second base last inning. So we'll see if uh, Casey's going to continue to leave Craig Anderson in there. And he is as Craig comes out of the dugout now. Walking on up towards the home plate area. Milwaukee Braves are leading by a score of 4-3 to three. through six innings of play. The Milwaukee Braves have four runs on five hits and three errors. The New York Mets have three runs on eight hits and no errors. The difference being the three-run homer hit by Henry Aaron. And he hit it a ton here in the bottom half of the third inning. Craig Anderson stepping up now. He's been up twice. He was... Uh, check it. He, this is his first time up. Craig was up once and was on an error, and Richie Ashburn pinched it for Craig and struck out. Amasta looking in for the sign now from catcher Bob Euchre has it into the windup, and here is the pitch to Craig Anderson. It's low for ball one. If we go to the top half of the seventh. We were held up for seven minutes because of rain. At the outset of tonight's ball game, the start of the game was delayed for seven minutes. Then we were delayed 42 minutes midway of the first inning because of rain. And Lamaster is set to work and the pitcher's in there for a call strike. One and one to Craig Anderson. Elio Chacon is on deck now for the Mets. Elio had a two-run single in the top half of the fourth inning. Master with the 1-1 pitch. Breaking ball that is cut on and fouled off for strike two. It's one and two. Here's the pitch. And it's low, bounding off. Bob Yuko over to retrieve it. No damage done. There are no base runners. Craig Anderson leading off for the Mets. Mm -hmm. 
Milwaukee Braves having settled into fifth place in the National League standings. They will close up uh, against the Pittsburgh Pirates here over the weekend. Here's a swing and a foul ball. Back onto the screen and out of play. Two and two of the count. Pittsburgh Pirates will be coming in for a three-game series against the Milwaukee Braves to end the season. Warren Spahn is going to be given a start on Saturday, which he will attempt to win his 327th game of his career. And uh, if he does, he will set an all-time record for left-handers in the major leagues. Swing and a foul ball. Off and into the dugout of the New York Mets. Count holds it 2-2 two and two to Craig Anderson. Master looking in for a sign. Lions and fires a 2-2 pitch. It's in there for a call strike three, and that is strikeout number seven for Denver LeMaster. As he gets Craig Anderson to open up. The top of the seventh. Elio Chacon coming up now. Struck out, grounded out third to first, and single attempt to drive in two runs. Official paid attendance here tonight is 3,239. There's a pitch in there for a call strike. There's a pitch swung on and popped out into right field. Coming on is Henry Aaron. He's underneath and waiting, and Henry Aaron makes the catch for the out. Two away and nobody on, and that will bring up Hot Rod Keneal. He has popped the second foul out to first and fly out to center field. The Milwaukee Braves four and the New York Mets three. The Mets are off tomorrow, and they meet the Chicago Cubs on Friday afternoon, Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon. The pitch cut on and drilled deep to left. Tommy Aaron off and running, and he pulls it down for the out. Nice running catch by Tommy Aaron and left off the drive off the bat of Rod Keneal. As Denny LeMaster he sets the Mets down in order in the top of the seventh with no runs on, no hits, no errors, and none left. And at the end of six and one half innings of play, the score is Milwaukee Braves four and the New York Mets three. You know, some cigarettes make a hit the first time they come to bat, but through the day, they seem to get hotter and drier as you smoke them. If you've been striking out with hot cigarettes or those weak menthols, it's time you made a change. It's time you came up, all the way up to cool. Your cigarette's not tasting cool enough unless you're smoking cool. You're not smoking cool enough till you come up to cool.
With cool, you'll feel that extra coolness in your throat. Extra coolness no other cigarette can give you. So make a real change. Come up to cool. Cool filter kings are cool without filter. Moving now to the bottom half of the seventh inning, and the Milwaukee Braves will send that catcher Bob Euchre. Had a ground single to left and grounded out short to first. He's a right-hand batter. Facing right-hander Craig Anderson. Craig Anderson has uh, had three fine innings of relief work up to now. Looking in for a side from catcher Chris Canazero. With a wind-up in the pitch, it is swung on and missed strike one. Rolls a few feet away from Chris Canazero. He retrieves, and it's strike one. That pitch is in there for a call strike. The Houston Code 45 scored one run in the top of the first. The Dodgers failed to score in the bottom of the first. So with Houston batting in the second, it's Houston one and the Dodgers nothing. Brunette against Padres. Pitch is bounced in. One and two the count now to Bob Uecker. Greg Anderson with the wind-up in the pitch, and it's a fastball outside. Two and two now. Bob Euchre did not get a chance to get in very much work this season with the Milwaukee Braves. Joe Torrey and Del Crandall ahead of him in the catching core. Here's a swing and a fly ball to right field. Joe Christopher moves over. He's underneath waiting, and he makes the catch. So Euchre has flied to right. One away, nobody on, and Frank Bowling's coming up. Frank lined into a double play in the third inning. He popped out short in the fourth inning. He had a double and a triple last night. Frank Bowling came to the Milwaukee Braves from the Detroit Tigers. The year before last, to close of the season, the Milwaukee Braves decided that they were going to have to uh, make some move, strengthen themselves at second base, so they went for Bowling. Swinging a ground ball to the right side. Rod Keneal is overfielded on the outfield grass. Throws on past Fisher. The ball is heading on over into the Milwaukee dugout, and Frank Bowling's on his way to second. Pulls up safely there. It is an error on the throw on Rod Keneal. He hustled over to his left. He was two or three steps back on the outfield grass when he made the throw, and it's wet out there, of course. He threw on uh, past Hersher. Chris Canizero trying to back it up on the run. Did just get a glove on it, but deflected it over into the dugout of the Milwaukee Braves. And so Frank Bowling is on at second base. One man out, and Denny Lamaster is coming up. Braves lead by a score of four to three. Been up twice. He's down out on strikes and he grounded out pitcher to first. Although he's a left-hand pitcher, he bats right. In the National League race, San Francisco Giants have only four games left to play. After tonight, the Dodgers have only four games left to play. Pitch is low for a ball. And all of the remaining games to be played by the Giants and by the Dodgers are to be played in their home parks.
Greg Anderson looking in for a sign. Frank Bowling leads off the bag at second. And here is the pitch to Lamaster. Ground ball to the right side. Taken by Keneal, and he plays on over to Hersher in time. Moving to third, Frank Bowling on the play. Lamaster actually checked his swing and tried to punch the ball out towards second base. Taken there by Keneal. Two away. Bowling at third, and Dennis Menke is coming up. Menke has been up three times, and he has walked three times. Roger Craig walked him twice, and Craig Anderson walked him once. Right-hand batter. Opened the season with the Milwaukee Braves, and they finally sent him on up to Toronto, where he played under Charlie Dresden. That pitcher's in there for a call strike sidearm delivery by Craig Anderson. Eddie Matthews on deck now for the Braves. That pitcher's in there for a call strike. Action in the bullpen for the New York Mets now. R.G. Miller, the left-handed Bob Miller, is throwing. Mets are trailing still by one run in this game. Braves batting with two men out. Side arm delivery swung on and full foul. They're down in the corner. Foul ball. Two strike count. Frank Bowling, the base runner at third. Anderson loosening up out right there on the mound. Way over to get the sign starts the pitching pitching motion straight away and it's high and away for ball one one and two Milwaukee Braves at home this year have won 47 games and lost 30 On the road the Braves have won 37 and lost 44 it's a swing and a ground ball foul over into the corner of the New York Mets dugout. One and two the count. To Dennis Menke if the count holds. The bottom half of the second inning in Los Angeles, the Dodgers got two runs. So at the end of two innings, it is the Dodgers two and the Houston Colts 45s one. Side on delivery, swung on a ground ball through the legs of Craig Anderson. Going on and out, taken by Keneal. He throws the first not in time and a run has scored. Rod Keneal making a great play to get over. Gets the ball and gets the throw off, but simply not in time. And it's scored, of course, as a base hit for Dennis Menke and a run batted in. And the Braves lead here by a score of 5-3. to three. That one back through the legs, actually, of Craig Anderson. Emilio Chacon tried to make a play on his shoot, and it was Rod Keneal behind Chacon who finally made the play, but not in time. Here is Eddie Matthews coming up. That is the first hit off Craig Anderson since he came on here in the bottom half of the fourth inning. With a swing and a ground ball, one hop to Rick Hersher, steps on the bag at first and the side is retired. In the bottom half of the seventh, the Milwaukee Braves got one run on one hit. There was one error and one man left. 
So at the end of seven full innings of play at County Stadium in Milwaukee, the score is the Braves five and the New York Mets three. Well, the New York Mets are nearing the close of their first season of competition in the National League. And if you're the kind of baseball fan who likes to uh, remember things, keep souvenirs, you'll want a copy of the New York Mets yearbook for their first season of play. The yearbook, of course, contains pictures of the New York Mets and of manager Casey Single and of the coaches and uh, a description of many of the historical sports events that have taken place at the Polo Grounds, boxing and football events as well as baseball. Pages and pages of action pictures. That yearbook may be obtained by mail by simply writing Met Yearbook, Polo Grounds, New York, 39 New York, and enclose 50 cents for each copy of the yearbook that you wish. The address again, Met Yearbook, Polo Grounds, New York, 39 New York. The start of this ballgame tonight was held up uh, seven minutes because of rain, and then we had a 42-minute delay in the first inning. We have had no rain since until right now. And it has started again. Uh, to rain a little bit and fans are moving back from the lower boxes. However, we're going to come on uh, here in the top half of the eighth inning with the New York Mets coming up. Joe Christopher, Frank Thomas, and Felix Mantia scheduled up in this inning. You know, my beer is Rheingold, the dry beer. How about you? Just about enough time to open up or order up a Rheingold before the action starts again here in the eighth inning. Here's the last pitch to Christopher. In there for a call, strike one. Christopher walked, fouled out to first base, and single. Batting number three in the batting order. That pitch is low. One and one. Through seven innings, the Braves have five runs on six hits and three errors. The Mets have three runs on eight hits and one error. Change of speed, swung on, ground ball to short. Dennis Mangiana, big hop, plays over to Adcock, side on, throw in time, and he's out. One away, nobody on, and Frank Thomas is coming up. Struck out, doubled, and hit into a double play. Thomas still is getting settled into the batter's box. Now he's ready, and the left-hander starts the motion. Swung on, and has a foul ball coming back. Bob Euchre coming back after hoping for a play, but this one is in the seat. A couple of fans standing up with umbrellas there. Ducking out of the way of the foul ball as the scramble is on for the souvenir. On a strike one to Thomas with Felix Mantia now kneeling in the on-deck circle. The big hit of this game thus far, of course, the three-run homer by Henry Aaron of the Milwaukee Braves in the third inning. He hit it a mile. It was a 3-1 pitch. That's the fastball in there to Frank Thomas. Two-strike count. In fast in the inside corner. Frank stands right up there on that play. He loves to pull that ball. Yes, 33 home runs this season. Five of them hit right here at County Stadium. 
pitch is low. One and two. General appearance of this ballpark has been changed a little bit through the years. One time there was a low wire fence all around the outfield area. That gave way to a higher fence and a green padding run. That pitch is low coming in on the short hop. It's 2-2. Two -two. And at one time there was a wooded area in straightaway center field. Perini's Woods, it was called, because of Blue Perini, who owns the ball club. That is given way to a bleacher area. Now the 2-2 pitch to Thomas. Low and it's a full count. And there is a new and bigger scoreboard here at County Stadium this evening. Here is a payoff pitch to Frank Thomas. And it's low. He walks him. So the Mets get a base runner here in the top half of the eighth inning. That is the second walk given up by Dendro LeMaster. And we'll bring up Felix Mantia representing tying run at the plate for the New York Mets. Braves lead 5-3. to three. Mets have only two extra base hits in the game. Thomas doubled in the third, and Rick Hersher doubled in the fourth. Here's a pitch to Mancia. Swung on as a fly ball to right. Henry Aaron drifts back a few steps. He's underneath and waiting. Makes the catch. Thomas halfway on the fly ball to right. Back to the bag at first. Two away. And Jim Hickman coming up. Up three times without a hit. Denver LeMaster has a record of two victories and four losses this season. Trying now for a rude going performance, and we're in the top half of the eighth inning of the final meeting of the season between the Braves and the Mets. Pitch is low for ball. 1 0. Adcock at first base playing off the bag and behind the runner. Pitch to Hickman and it's in there for a call strike. One and one. We'll be at Wrigley Field in Chicago on Friday afternoon to bring you the Mets and the Chicago Cubs. We'll be on the air at 2.25 p.m. New York time, radio only. One one pitch, breaking ball, cut on and missed. It's one and two. Temperature at game time here tonight was 56 degrees, five degrees warmer than it was at game time last night. Here's a one-two pitch. It's low. Two and two. The master takes a moment to rub up the ball. Practically no wind at all at this moment. Flag uh, on the flagstaff out in left center field. Stopping straight down. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike three, struck him out. Strikeout number eight for Denver LeMaster. The second time he has got Hickman tonight. 
And in the top of the eighth, the Mets got no runs on no hits, no errors, and one left. And at the end of seven and a half innings of play, score is the Milwaukee Braves five and the New York Mets three. Well, you know, fans, you take a look at modern art and to the average guy like me, well, some of it's pretty difficult to understand. Let me tell you there is one modern art that's easy to understand. And that's the modern brewer's art as it's practiced at Rheingold. Yes, sir, anyone can understand taste. Rheingold has a taste that's brisk and bright and clean, clear through. Two little words, extra dry, tell you why Rheingold tastes so good. Master brewers at Rheingold select only the choicest ingredients, brew them the long, slow, costly way for, well, a modern beer that's truly a masterpiece. Rheingold Extra Dry. It's beer as beer should taste, and dry tells you why. So why don't you enjoy a cool, refreshing glass of Rheingold right now, along with the game. We're going to the bottom half of the eighth inning. Hank Aaron, Joe Adcock, Tommy Aaron coming up for the Milwaukee Braves to face Craig Anderson working in relief here. Number 44, It's Craig Parrott from Cincinnati Reds. Go to the 10th inning in Cincinnati with no score. Johnny Clipstein has relieved Jim Maloney for Cincinnati. Here's a pitch to Henry Aaron, low for a ball. Aaron is one for three, but that one accounted for three runs. Sidearm delivery outside. Ball two to Aaron. Pitcher of record for the Mets is the starter, Roger Craig. field Joe Christopher ranging back and he makes the catch on the run one away and nobody on for the Braves in the bottom half of the eighth inning and that brings up Joe Adcock Rod Raymond is warming up in the bullpen now for the Milwaukee Braves going to be pitching Galen Crisco in Chicago on Friday And they're loosening him up out there in the bullpen right now. Here's a pitch outside for a ball. Casey Stingle said the night before the game he plans to pitch Cisco on Friday, Bob Miller on Saturday, and Sunday, well, he'll have everybody available. Pitch is low. Saturday, the last day of the season. Uh, he says he won't have to save anybody for anything, so he can pitch them all. 2-0. Sunday, the last day of the season. Of course, they play Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, September 30th, the final day. Here is a 2-0 pitch. Belted on a line to shortstop. Elio Chacon, who makes the catch. Falling down as he does, but Doug Harvey indicating that he made the catch cleanly. And that one was belted on the button, but Elio Chacon hauled it down. Mets have had some great plays on the field tonight. Joe Christopher had a great sliding, diving catch in right. Jim Heckman had a brilliant, long-running catch in center. Frank Thomas had a running catch in left center. Rod Keneal started a double play with a grab on a line drive by Matthews in the first inning. 
Here's the pitch inside for a ball to Tommy Aaron. Elio Chacon has just come up with a grab of a line drive. Milwaukee five, the New York Mets three. It's to Tommy Aaron. Cut on and it's a ground ball foul. Fielded or not fielded by Andy Pasco. The coach at first base, Andy, nonchalantly reached one hand down. The ball spun right off the tips of his fingers. He retrieves it now. You ask Andy Pafko about his memories of his career in baseball, and he'll tell you one of them is watching that home run by Bobby Thompson sail over his head into the stands at the polo ground for a home run in the 1951 playoffs between the Giants and Dodgers. He was the Dodger left fielder. Pitch is low. It's 2-1 and one now to Aaron. There's a pitch outside. Three and one. Two men out and nobody on base for the Milwaukee Braves. You're in the bottom of the eighth. Want to look ahead to the top of the ninth. The Mets are scheduled to send up Rick Hersher, Chris Canizero, and Craig Anderson. Three-one pitch, and it's swung out and missed. It's a full count now at three and two. looking in to get a sign from Canizero. Has it, and here comes a payoff pitch. Low and away, and he walked him. So Craig Anderson gives up the second walk that he has issued. But Tommy Aaron on it first, and Lee May is coming up. He's a left-hand batter. He's going to drive around in the second. Like left hand, like Kunick. Aaron leads off the bag at first. Rick Hersher holding him on there. And here's a big swing on and miss. Strike one. And as Aaron drops it all, picks it up. Roger Craig worked three innings tonight in which he gave up four runs on five hits. He struck out one and walked three. Now into the stretch position and the pitch to Lee May. It's outside. Right now, in order to allow our stations to identify themselves, we pause for station identification. You are tuned to WGY Schenectady, your New York Mets station, 810 on your radio dial. Present temperature, 56 degrees. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Kanner and Bob Murphy at County Stadium in Milwaukee. And here's a 1-1 pitch to Lee May. Swung on and pulled foul on the ground. Out of play. It's 1-2. and two. Milwaukee Braves are leading the New York Mets by a score of 5-3. to three. that high. The pitch over to first, not in time. Tommy Aaron leads, dances off the bag at first. Here's a one-two pitch. A little high, a little tight. Throw down to first, not in time. He's back safely. Rick Hersher taking the throw down there from Canizero, who snapped it down. It's a two-two count to Lee May. 
Now the 2-2 pitch inside. Ball three, it's full. And it's arrow. Moving way inside to block it there and then uh, keeping it out in front of him. So Tommy Aaron will be moving on the pitch with two men out to count of three and two to Lee May. Craig Anderson looking in for his sign. Here's a throw over to first, not in time. Hershey is playing a few steps back of the runner and then suddenly moved over and Craig Anderson tossed over, but it's not in time. Tommy Aaron is running and the pitch is swung on and foul back. Onto the screen and out of play. Full count holds, three and two. Takes his lead off first. He's running. 3-2 pitch. Swarming has a ground ball up the middle. Going to go through for a base hit. Tommy Aaron goes on to third. Jim Hickman up for the ball. Lays it back in. Runners at first and third. On the ground ball up the middle. That's going to bring up Bob Euchre, the catcher. That is the second hit off Anderson since he came on in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Fourth, he set the side down in order. Fifth, he gave up one walk. Sixth, he set the side down in order. In the seventh, the Braves got one run on an error and an infield hit. Here's the pitch to the right-hand batter. Swung on and tells it through the hole in the left for a base hit. And it's during Tommy Aaron. Lee May moves on to second. Up with the ball is Frank Thomas in left. Relays it back in. Runners holding it first and second. That one hits solidly in the left field to score Tommy Aaron. And the Milwaukee Braves lead here now by a score of 6-3. to three, With Frank Bowling coming up. Hit a ground ball a second. Keneal went out on the edge of the outfield grass where it's wet and slippery to make the play. And throwing on to first a wide throw ended up in the Mets dugout, allowing Bowling to go to second. Moved on to third on an infield out and then scored on Dennis Menke's infield hit. Checks runners first and second. Here's the pitch to bowling. It's low for a ball. In Cincinnati, the Pirates and the Reds have played 10 innings scorelessly. Bowling waits as Anderson gets his sign. And the pitch. On. As a ground ball, he scored. Elio Chacon on a big hop, underhanded over to Rod Keneal for the force at second on Bob Euchre. So in the bottom half of the eighth inning, the Milwaukee Braves got one run. Uh, two hits, no errors, and two left. And at the end of eight full innings of play, the score is Milwaukee Braves six and the New York Mets three. The Mets, of course, will be playing next season at the new stadium now in construction at Flushing Meadows. 
But progress on the new stadium has reached the point that uh, it's so encouraging that applications for season boxes and combination plan tickets for Met games next season are now being accepted. Prospective purchases may send names and addresses to ticket manager Polo Grounds, New York 39, New York, and application blanks will be sent them. That's ticket manager Polo Grounds, New York 39, New York. Present subscribers need not apply because applications will be mailed to them automatically. Say, do you know why Rheingold tastes so good? Well, dry tells you why. It tells you that Rheingold is brewed the long, slow, costly away for a flavor that's brisk and bright and clean, clear through. But why not find that out for yourself? Enjoy a cold glass of Rheingold right now. Running the top half of the ninth inning now. Lou Johnson has gone into left field. And Tommy Aaron has moved to first base for the Milwaukee Braves. Choo Choo Coleman's going to come up here to bat for Rick Hersher, leading off for the New York Mets in the top half of the ninth inning. So manager Casey Stengel has not hesitated to send up the left-hand batter against the left-hand pitcher here. This is Choo Choo's first time up, of course. And the master into the windup and the pitch to Choo Choo. Swung on and missed strike one. Chris Canizero is kneeling in the on-deck circle now for the Mets. Richie Ashburn has been used as a pinch hitter already. Pitch is low for a ball. Three members of the New York Mets squad who have had physical ailments of one sort or another and are incapacitated to some extent did not make this last road trip. Gene Woodling, Gil Hodges, and Charlie Neal. It's a 1-1 pitch to Choo Choo. Swung on and fouled off right off the end of that. It's one and two. Milwaukee Braves six and the New York Mets three. Master looking in for a sign. Has it now, and the pitch to Choo Choo, low and away. It's two and two. Choo Choo is waiting for a two-two offering. It's on the way, swung on, and foul back onto the screen and out of play. The count holds at two and two. Pittsburgh Pirates got one run in the top half of the 11th inning at Cincinnati, so the Reds will be coming up in the bottom half of the 11th, trailing one to nothing. Here's a 2-2 pitch to Choo Choo. Swung out and missed strike three. Struck him out, and that is strikeout number nine for Denville Master. He struck out nine and walked two. 
One away, nobody on, and Chris Canizero coming up to the Mets. Single, single, and on And on three consecutive times. On Canizero, Dennis Menke at short moves over a stride toward the hole. Left-hander Lamaster with the pitching motion. Swung on as a ground ball right at Menke. He's up with it and he plays it over to first in time to Tommy Aaron. Two away. This Menke not have to move a step to take that one. So now with pitcher Craig Anderson due up, let's see who's going to come out of the dugout to bat for the New York Mets. It's going to be Sammy Drake. Sammy Drake is coming out. Switch hitter, you'll be batting right against left-hander Denny Lamaster. Two men out and nobody on base for the Mets, batting in the top half of the ninth inning in their final meeting with the Milwaukee Braves this season. Sammy Drake, winging a couple of bats as he comes up there. The announcement being made now. Pitcher of record for the New York Mets is Roger Craig, who started. Then for Lamaster, of course, trying here for a root-going performance, and he's only one foot out away from it. Now Lamaster with the pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike one. Sammy Drake batting right-handed. Sammy was with the Mets in spring training, sent on to Syracuse, then was brought up briefly, went on to Columbus, and was brought back. Swing and a foul tip back into the big glove of Bob Euchre. Two-strike count to Sammy Drake. Alamasta is set to work, and here's the pitch. Breaking ball, cut on, foul, out of play. Count holds at two strikes, big breaking ball there. Your ball has been working exceptionally well tonight, it's evidenced by his nine strikeouts. Master trying to rack up his third one of the season. His record two and four coming into tonight's game. This is his first season's appearance against the Mets. Two-strike pitch to Sammy Drake. Way outside for a ball. It's one and two. We had a seven-minute delay getting this ball game underway because of rain. We had a 42-minute delay at the end of the first half of the first inning. But uh, no interruption since then. The Mets are off tomorrow. They'll use today to travel down to Chicago. And two pitches high and away for ball two. It's two and two. It's a short trip, of course, from here to Chicago. Yes, the Mets will be making it by bus. The master getting a sign from Bob Euchre. As it now, and here's a 2-2 pitch. Cut on and miss strike three. That is his tenth strike out of the night. To end the ball game, he gets the Mets out in order in the top half of the ninth with no runs. On no hits, no errors, and none left. So that the 
Milwaukee Braves have taken the final meeting with the Mets by a score of 6-3. to three. Don't forget a big football game at the Polo Grounds in New York on Saturday afternoon. The Army-Syracuse game at the Polo Grounds Saturday. Tickets now on sale at the Met Ticket Outlets at the Polo Grounds at Grand Central Station and at Central Ranger Station. We'll be back in a moment with the final summary and total. Right now, the final score of the game, the Milwaukee Braves 6, the New York Mets 3, and now a popular question put to music by none other than Guy Lombardo. Who is the girl who be the girl Miss Ryan goes 63? She'd be a beaut, she'd be really cute, the only girl for me. Carol Loretta, Eileen Beverly, is Prue or Chris the one girl who will be that famous girl, that charming girl, Miss Ryan Gold, 63. This is Guy Lombardo. Who will be Miss Ryan Gold, 1963? Your vote may decide who'll have the fame and fortune of representing Rheingold Extra Dry, the beer that gets most New Yorkers' votes. So vote now. They're all so charming, I'm in such a fix. Guess I'll just have to vote for all six. Who is the girl who be the girl Miss Rheingold, 63? Here at Milwaukee's County Stadium, the Braves have defeated the Mets by a score of 6-3. to three. And to tell you something of how they did it, here is Ralph Kiner. Well, it was Denver LeMaster and Hank Aaron who were the stars of the game. LeMaster striking out 10 men in the ballgame, picking up his third win of the year. He started out very slowly. In fact, he gave up seven hits and allowed three runs in the first four innings. But from there on, he retired 16 of his last 17 men and gave up only one base hit. Base hit erased by a double play. He also walked a man, and that was the only man to reach and stay on base in the last part of the ball game. Final score of the game, the Braves six runs on eight hits. They made three errors, left five men on. The Mets had three runs on eight hits. They made one error and left six men on. The winning pitcher, Denver LeMaster, his record three wins and four losses now. He pitched his fourth complete game of the season. Roger Craig, the starter for the Mets, was a loser. He worked three innings, was taken out for a pinch hitter. He was charged with four runs, allowed five hits, struck out one, and walked three. Craig's record now, 10 wins and 24 losses on the season. 